Good morning, everyone. Ah! I'm literally screaming, jumping for joy like a jelly bean. No. I'm like a popcorn kernel in a microwave, converting into popcorn, transforming into popcorn. However, it is, you say it, whatever. I have six full stories for you today, two of which, well, maybe 2.5, of which are 90s-based stories. And I'm a 90s baby. I was born in 1989, so we went to the moon in 1989. If you know what that reference is, then it's from Even Stevens' OG Disney Channel, um from a show called Even Stevens, in which Ren Stevens, played by the infamous Christy Castle Romano, sang the song about it. Anyways, it was one of the best shows ever. It's coming to Disney+. Plus, and one of my stories has to do with Disney+, Plus, which is literally the most nostalgic story ever, and I'm going to read that one, maybe second or third. But anyways, I, I'm just so happy today because it was a very nostalgic day. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, the 8th of August. Can you believe it's already the 8th? This is my third day into being 30 years old, and literally I'm being brought back to the 90s. My... My childhood, my youth. So it is just a day of all days. And I'm literally screaming and crying and I just can't even handle it right now. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, it is the wee wee early morning hours of the day. It is midnight here on the East Coast. Um, but I am recording this now because I just left my uncle's house where we had dinner, we had drinks, we had delicious dessert. I played with my young little nieces and nephews, my cousins, and it was just a party. And I had chicken for dinner and clams and a lot of beach tasty delicious food um and then i was literally getting updates like crazy on my phone about all the stories that are out today and i just had to run into my car because it's literally like my sound studio because i'm not in la i'm on vacay for another two days and i just have to shoot the story right out because it is just great but first to you for those of you who are 90s babies i'm gonna read you some slang some vernacular from the 90s now 90 slang words and phrases we should bring back because they're truly all that in a bag of chips. This is what Google says. Number one, booyah. Number two, word. Number three, what's the 411? That's the thing for Mean Girls. What's the 411? What has everyone been up to? But that was early 2000s. That was the thing. Mean Girls came out in 2000 and what, four? 2003, 2004. Okay. My bad. My apologies. All that in a bag of chips. Psych. Oh, snap. And last and not least, fly. There's so many more here, but I don't have to read it because I want to get right into the story. So the first story of the day involves two icons, two legends, two vocal powerhouses. Now, I am not talking about the late great genius that is Whitney Houston, who is to me the queen of all queens with that in incredible octave range, much like the, you know, very current Mariah Carey. Um, but I am talking about two queens, Babs, Barbara Streisand, and R.E.G. Ariana Grande. Now, this story is from E! Online, and the title of this article is Prepare to Fangirl Over Ariana Grande and ba Barbara Streisand's Surprise Duet. Now, I love Barbara Streisand, and if you are not a theater geek like me, you may not appreciate her. She is like the holy mother. She's like the, the Jesus, the Jesus for us. Um, funny girl, don't tell me not to live, just sit and mutter. I love Leah, I'm gonna say, I was gonna say I love Leah Michelle because Leah Michelle sung a lot of her songs on Glee. Um, don't rain on my parade is legendary, legendary, and she did a fabulous job singing those songs. But no, I am, um, I am talking about, you know, just the iconic, icon star queen that is Barbara Streisand and of course Ariana Grande who is amazing um and they did a duet together they 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 what do you call it collab which is just fantastic okay here we go this is written on Wednesday yesterday the 7th of August this is again from e article um e news no more tears because Ariana Grande and Barbara Streisand have just teamed up ah 
blah, 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 blah. On Tuesday night, the star of No Tears Left to Cry stunned the Chicago audience when she stepped out on stage during the Music Legends show for a surprise duet with Streisand. Now, let me repeat that. She stepped out in Barbara's show for a surprise duet. Now, the fact that Barbara Babs, as I like to say, is so in tune with culture and pop culture and, and, and everything, you know, up-and-coming stars, not that Ariana Grande's up-and-coming, she's literally coming, um, that just goes to show she is legit, like, secure, has a good eye for talent, and she's just smart because you want to clap with the best. And Ariana has some pipes. Okay, to continue. The song... Streisand's iconic song with the late Donna Summer, No More Tears, Enough is Enough. The Oscar winner kicked it up before Grande appeared um, behind her to join him. Coordinating in black ensembles, the women gave the audience a reason to groove as they filled the room with the disco track and the sound of their signature pipes. Oh, that is so true. After the grand finale, the two hugged before Grande expressed her gratitude. Quote, I'm going to pass out, she told Streisand in front of the crowd. You're just going to find 10 pounds of hair. <laughs> Over Twitter, the songs just reacted to the milestone moment. Hello, shaking and crying. Thank you, Bar- at Barbara Streisand, Ari- Grande wrote. Don't have words yet. Goodbye. Um, Streisand was just as happy to have the famous guest. Secrets out. Thank you, Ariana Grande, the living legend, wrote on her social media. Okay, the fact that Barbara Streisand on social media is just brah, 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 brah. Um, I'm sobbing. Love you so much, Grande reiterated. I can't get over this. It's just the most special and cherished experience ever. Thank you. So, ladies, when are you hitting the studio booth together? And that is the end of the article on E! News. Um... Gosh, I mean, I think that's just fantastic. I, I've watched some of the videos on Instagram because everybody's posting them and, you know, reposting them. And it is just, it's legendary. It's iconic. It's gorgeous. Barbara is just an OG. And, you know, Ariana Grande started on Broadway. She was in um, the Broadway musical called 13. And this is before Sam and Cat on Nickelodeon. So this is really her OG pre, you know, pre-superstardom days. So Ariana obviously has a, I mean, I understand she's a musical artist and whatnot, but the fact that she has such respect for like, legends and, and who came before her just is, is so amazing! Because there's some artists who don't. <clears throat> to give me knowledge. <clears throat> but I'm not gonna throw shade! I just, I'm so excited for this, and if, it, if, if a collab does actually come true, then... <sighs> I just can't. It's so exciting! You know what? This brings me now to my first... That's the point five of the two and a half ninety story. The 2.590 stories I'm gonna give to you. The second story is unbelievable news and it has to do with the genius that is ryan murphy and his stellar eye for picking fantastic content and um always showcasing the underdog and that is this is from um deadline.com impeachment american crime story about clinton scandal a go at fx with sarah paulson as linda tripp and monica Lewinsky producing when i read this article you guys i literally i don't even know what happened i it was like my brain cracked in two because i was a 90s kid as i said and i didn't really fully understand the details of this whole scandal and what went on and what monica Lewinsky and bill clinton had and whatnot and everything that went on and all the details that came out of the news and the you know news firestorm that it, you know i guess i mean excuse my language the shitstorm that it was and you know as i got older I've, I've of course read everything and i've you know watch the interviews and i'm fascinated by this but the fact that ryan murphy literally is that in tune with society to uh shoot this and bring on monica as a producer which of course he has to because monica was there for it and she could and, and obviously this you know goes to show which sort of um side they're taking of this whole you know 
this whole situation. But anyways, I'm going to read this first, and then we'll talk about it more. Okay, so again, this is from Deadline, impeachment American crime story about Clinton scandal go at FX with Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp and Monica Lewinsky producing. FX said today that the third season of its award-winning limited series franchise American Crime Story will center on the sex scandal that rocked the Bill Clinton presidency. Sarah Paulson, after winning an Emmy for her turn as Marsha Clark in American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J., which, by the way, is unbelievable. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, will return to the anthology as Linda Tripp, while Booksmart's Beanie Feldstein will play Monica Lewinsky and Annalie Ash Ashford will play Paula Jones. Okay, I'm going to continue this article, but let me first tell you this. Whoever cast this, whoever the casting office is, is so smart, because Beanie Feldstein, who is Jonah Hill's sister, obviously the star of Booksmart, is, first of all, not only does she look like Monica Lewinsky, she's beautiful, that is so smart! I saw Booksmart last week, and I literally was sobbing my eyes up because it was so genius, it was so great, it was so well written, it was so well acted, because Beanie is a star, and she is talented! And the fact that Annalie Ashford didn't, I don't know, you guys, I'm a Broadway fanatic, and Annalie Ashford, I followed her career from when she was in Legally Blonde on Broadway as Margot, and then she was in Wicked as Glinda, and then she was in Kinky Boots, she's done all sorts of shows. She is very talented, and she went to Marymount Manhattan, which I got into, but I didn't go to. I actually don't know if I got in, I definitely applied, though. So bravo, bravo, bravo to that casting office. Now, to continue. Uh, Lewinsky will also be a producer on the limited series titled Impeachment, American Crime Story. Production begins on the Fox 21 television studio slash FX production in February, with the season premiere set for Sunday, September 20th. 2020. That date will be a month out from the next U.S. presidential election. Now, I know there is definitely a reason why they're waiting for 2020 to release this. And I think all of us know why. And I'm not going to get into the details about that, but you do the math. Sarah Burgess is writing impeachment, and she'll also executive produce alongside returning ACS, American Crime Story, team Ryan Murphy, Nina Jacobson, Brad Simpson, Brad Fulchek, Larry... Kara Suwinski, Scott Alexander, Alexis Martin-Woodall, and Sarah Paulson. Uh, Henrietta Conrad and Jer- Jamima Khan are also producing a limited series is based on Jeffrey Tubin's best-selling book, A Vast Conspiracy, The Real Story of the Sex Scandal That Nearly Brought Down a President. Tubin's 1997 book, The Run of His Life, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, served as a source of material for season one of American Crime Story. FX Networks and Productions Chairman John Langruff made the official news Tuesday morning during the Network's TCA session, quote, FX's American Crime Story franchise has become a cultural touchstone, providing greater context for stories that deserve greater understanding like the O.J. Simpson trial and saga. Andrew Coonan's tragic crime spree, which concluded with the assassination of Gianni Versace and Langraff. This franchise re-examines some of the most complicated polarizing stories in a recent in recent history in a way that is relevant, uh, nuanced, and entertaining. Um, by the way, I also watched the Gianni Versace with, um, oh my god, Darren Chris. Uh, oh my gosh, Penelope Cruz as um, Donatella. Unbelievable. Ryan Murphy is a, I mean, he's a genius because Glee, everything he's done is so good. A piece of American Crime Story will likewise explore the overlooked dimensions of the women who found themselves um, caught up in the scandal and political war that cast a long shadow over the Clinton presidency. We are grateful to Sarah Burgess for her brilliant adaptation, as well as Ryan Murphy, Nina Jacobson, Brad Simpson, Brad Fulchick, Larry, Scott, Alexis, Sarah Paulson, and the rest of the creative team and cast. The first installment of ACS, blah, 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 that's the article. Um, this is just, this is just brilliant. Um, I am so fascinated by this. I love Monica Lewinsky. I follow her. She is, she's literally that bitch, as I say, as the kids say on Twitter, and she responded to something that was really, really funny today. I'm going to read that to you, and it's not part of my story. It's not part of my selection of stories, but I am going to read this to you because she did something really, really funny today, and it was on... She responded to a tweet that was, like, very shady. Oh, here we go. It's just from Newsweek. She trolled Mike Pence. Monica Lewinsky trolls Pence 
time on your knees quote with a parent Bill Clinton reference. Um, okay, I guess... Monica Lewinsky's troll Vice President Pence on Wednesday for telling Americans to spend more time on your knees on the internet with an apparent Bill Clinton reference on Twitter. Pence deference's wife, second lady Karen Pence, <laughs> second, 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 uh, over her decision to teach art at an anti-LGBTQ Christian school during an event for an alliance defending freedom on Tuesday. We on- Quote, we honestly didn't see that one coming. Our kids went to this school, the vice president said, referring to the backlash the second lady received from LGBT ac- LGBT advocates and organizations over her decision. The vice president went on to offer some advice for Americans, quote, number one is spend more time on your knees than on the internet. Forgiveness is a great gift, Pence said, apparently unaware that his comments would be constructed to mean a sexual act that is entirely different from praying. Some public figures, including American journalists Lauren Duca and Lewinsky, trolled Pence online over his unfortunate choice of words. Okay, who's going to tell him? Duca tweeted alongside Washington Times article titled, Mike Pence, spend a little more time on your knees on the internet. Monica Lewinsky commented, Def not me, with the side-eyes emoji. Ah, the shade! Lewinsky, now 46, was a 22-year-old uh, White House intern when she became involved in a political sex scandal in 1995 that involved Bill Clinton. That involved then-President Bill Clinton. The Clinton-Lewinsky scandal was exposed to the public in 98, roughly a year after Lewinsky and Clinton's sexual relationship. Ended. I was just six years old when that happened. Nine, no, six or seven. Yeah, I was young, but I, saw, I was always sort of aware, conscious of what was going on. Um... You go, Monica, go. You go, girl. Like, literally, I I'm, I was thinking about this, too. Like, after all Monica went through, which is hell, obviously. And, I mean, I'm not going to give any any personal opinions about this situation because it's not my place. But I was thinking, like, she probably went through hell emotionally. And now, look at her. Ryan Murphy, who is a genius and on top of the world and signed a $300 million Netflix deal, is literally giving her the most massive platform and, and one of his greatest shows, the honors of producing with him to... Probably recreate, which is going to be an amazing, amazing story. Again, during the time of the re-election. I mean, the new election for a new president to get... He must not be named. Out of the office. What did I say? What? Okay. Now, it is time for my third story, which is my second 90 story. Home Alone reboot coming to Disney+. Plus. Now, this is from people... I'm sorry, this is for Entertainment Weekly. In the words of Kevin McAllister, Ah! Disney is coming out swinging with this new streaming service, having already announced... Marvel and Star Wars series, but now the studio is also bringing the nostalgia, most notably with plans for a reboot of the 1990 classic Home Alone. I love Home Alone. Why? Catherine O'Hara. That's it. All I'm going to say. Moira Rose! For you Shits Creeks fans. And uh, she was also in Beetlejuice. Excuse me. On Tuesday, uh, earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger revealed that the recent acquisition of Fox will allow Disney Plus to be the home for the reimagining of many kid-friendly titles from the studio's library, including Home Alone, Night at the Museum, Cheaper by the Dozen, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. It's currently unclear if these reboots will be films or TV series. The company also announced that it will offer a bundle package of its three streaming services, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for $12.99, set for launch on November 12th. Disney Plus will have a standalone, will have standalone subscriptions for $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year and serve as the exclusive streaming home of Star Wars, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Pixar, The Simpsons, and more. I'm going to see the article. Now, I am going to be paying that $6.99 a month, $7, because I love Disney, and if it's going to have Cadet Kelly, um, even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, all my favorite shows, then I am going to be watching that, because brava, brava to Disney+, Plus. and Bob Iger, excuse me, Bob Iger, Bob Iger has taken Disney literally to a whole new level, and he has mad respect from a lot of people in the industry, and I know this because people have told me this, and I love Star Wars. So, no, this is just great news all around. Now, 
for our fourth uh, story. I'm looking here. Here we go. I'm going to talk about my girl, Wendy Williams. How you doing? This is from page six. Now, everybody knows I love Wendy Williams. I've done a few episodes on her, and I've been a big fan of her show, specifically the after show, but she doesn't do that many episodes anymore because she's out living her life, honey. Okay, here we go. Wendy Williams finally addresses estranged husband Kevin Hunter's new family. This was written on the 7th of August, again, from page six. Wendy Williams has finally addressed the rapid speculation that her estranged husband had a baby with his alleged mistress. While appearing on Sirius XM Sway in the Morning, Williams, 55, opened up about her ongoing divorce from Kevin Hunter, and she said she wishes him nothing but the best with his new family. That's, uh, that's very big of her. Uh, quote, I want a divorce like yesterday. I want a divorce two months ago, like three months ago. Whenever I found out four months ago, she said, noting she wants to keep their relationship amicable, quote, continue quote, I want a divorce and I want to be friends with Kevin. I mean, and not because we have a son, but because that was real love. I still love him, just not in that way. Quote, you either in or out with me, she continued. I still have love for him and I wish him the best in his new life with his new family. Ooh, that's the first time she's addressing that. Williams shares one son, Kevin Hunter Jr., with her estranged husband, Page Six, previously reported that Hunter's alleged mistress, Sharina Hudson, gave birth to a baby girl in March as Williams was residing in a sober living facility. Williams filed for divorce from Hunter in April. Oh my gosh, it's already been that many months. My gosh, where's the time gone? Um, the former couple doesn't have a prenup because it wasn't sexy to introduce paperwork when you're in love with somebody, she said on the radio show. Well, you know what? Wendy's worth a lot, and I feel like Wendy's very, very smart, and I'm sure... Given the fact that her husband was her manager and understands what their finances are and, you know, what went into her career literally exploding into the massive star that she is, that he's probably, he's showing a little respect to his former wife. Um, I love Wendy and I love how candid she is and she's always very um, open and honest about everything and that's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan. And you know what? I feel like there's also been rampant speculation that her show is going to end after season 11. You know what? Even if it does end after season 11, I think that's great because... Um, she could just go back to radio, which is her original, this is where her roots are. And she said out of her, I would think 20 or 30 year career, she's only been unemployed for two weeks, which makes perfect sense because she is really good at what she does. So good for you, Wendy. And I'm, it's, it's amazing that you're taking your own time and sort of controlling your own narrative versus, you know, the public saying what is going on and what is not going on and, you know, spreading rumors. I'm tired of rumors starting as Lindsay Lohan says, but you are, um, you know, controlling it, as I said. Okay. Now the fifth story. No. Yes. Fifth. Why Channing Tatum is signing off social media. I love Channing Tatum, and this is from E! Online. And I was really excited about this because I thought a lot about doing this because Instagram and everything is just getting really out of control, and um, everything is everywhere, and you're just exposed to so much content these days that it's, it's really disheartening, which is why I'm on vacation right now and really trying to stay off my phone. So here we go. This is from E! News. Again, why Channing Tatum is signing off social media. This is written uh, the 7th yesterday. Channing Tatum is taking a minute. On Wednesday, the Magic Mike star took to social media to tell his fans he's leaving social media. Quote, I'm going to take a break and come off socials for a minute, he began in a statement. I've been trying to get inspired to create again. And to be honest, I don't really feel, or at least I haven't felt very creative on social in the last couple of years now. I'm going to just go, I'm going to go and just be in the real world for a while and off my phone. However, don't panic just yet. Quote, I'll probably come back at some point, the actor added. But if I do, I do want to have a direction or a clearer point of view of why I'm on here and what I'm putting out there. Tatum signed off. Love ya. See ya after a while. Um, in the hour since he posted this message, the statement has garnered more than 100,000 likes and praise from commenters. Quote, You're not alone in that feeling. Take care. One fan wrote, We all need to do this. See you on the flip side. You inspired me. Another agreed. Tatum is not alone. In Hollywood, when it comes to taking space from social media breaks, stars like Ariana Grande, Iggy Azalea, Demi Lovato, and Ed Sheeran have all taken variations of breaks in recent years for their own reasons back in 2015. Sheeran announced he was putting down his phone to look around. Hello, all. 
Quote, hello, all. this is from Ed Sheeran. Hello, all. I am taking a break from my phone, emails, and all social media for a while, he wrote on Instagram at the time. I've had such an amazing ride over the last five years, but I find myself seeing the world through a screen and not my eyes, so I'm taking this opportunity of me not having to be anywhere or do anything to travel the world and just see everything I missed. Until Tatum ever returns to the digital world, at least fans have this video of his epic backflop to tie them over in his absence. Take care. Take your time chatting. I agree. You know what? Social media is really becoming destructive and it's becoming, you know, there's a great song lyric from Ansel Ingort. Ansel Ingort. And there's a song that he wrote. Um, let me, let me, artist, Ansel. The song is called All I Think About Is You. And what, I believe one of the lyrics is, this is rewording it, but it's like, I find myself every night in bed looking, uh, looking at the world through my phone screen. No truer words have ever been spoken. Um, and I think it's really hard because you want to know what all your friends are doing, and it is addicting. It's like a drug. Instagram and, and Google and Facebook and all of these different apps. And, you know, I, I grew up in a time when social media didn't exist, except for um, MySpace, but that wasn't addicting. It was, you know, whatever. You'd go on after school for an hour or two, but it wasn't like constant... Um, constant content being thrown in your face. I worry about this younger generation, like my niece and nephew, what are they going to do? Um, so I think, you know, there's just got to be a way to, you know, control, control the narrative. Now, this brings me to my sixth and final story. I just breezing right through all these stories. I mean, I thought I would, this, this episode would be a little bit longer, but I guess, I guess not. This is now, this is also from page six. Jill Zarin moves into penthouse with boyfriend Gary Brody. Now, if you're not a Real Housewives of New York Rahoni fan like I am, then you don't know who Jill Zarin is, but Jill Zarin is an OG of the Real Housewives of New York. She's a staple, she's an icon, she's funny, she has that very, very nasally New York Jew voice, like this. And she's really funny. But remember, her and Bethany had that falling out, and then I guess the show got really dark, and they fired her. <laughs> Bye, girl. But then, you know, she lost her husband, Bobby, and that was really sad, but her and Bethany connected at the funeral again, and it was all filmed, and, you know, it was great. Okay. Jill Zarin has moved in with her boyfriend, Gary Brody, to a lavish penthouse formerly owned by painter Georgia O'Keeffe. The Real Housewives of New York alum was in great form as she opened the doors to her new place to celebrate the birthday of her pal, CNN business and politics correspondent, Christina L. Aleski. Jill was left devastated by the death of her husband, Bobby, following his cancer battle in January 2018. Wow. Um, but she was sparkling as she excitedly showed off her new 9995 a month rental on Sutton Place Tuesday night to guests, including Anthony Scaramucci and his wife, Deirdre. By the way, there's been rumors that Anthony Scaramucci's wife is going to join the Real Housewives of New York, and I hope that doesn't happen, because you know what? I want to keep Tinsley Mortimer there, because I love me some Tinsley. Uh, and Brody was by her side during the celebrations, as was her beloved Pomeranian, Miss Bossy. <laughs> Miss Bossy! A friend said, quote, they're really happy together. Genuinely very happy. I'm so happy for her. She's had such a tough time, and it's so great to see her back on form again. The couple initially bonded over playing tennis as friends, um, and they were later spotted attending major tennis events together last year, including Wimbledon and the U.S. Open. Jill told Extra that she believes Bobby would have approved of her new beau. She also said her daughter, Ali Shapiro, is a fan of Gary. Oh, I love Ali Shapiro. A ton of names turned up to the birthday bash, including Mike Bloomberg's former press secretary, Stu Luesser, former treasury spokesperson, Tony Saya, Dan Colasaro, senior VP of CNBC Business News, and Jennifer Robb, the president of Hunter College. Yes, Jill, yes, you have all these famous friends. Lisa Shields, vice president of global communications and media relations at the Council of Foreign Relations and Foreign Affairs, also in top as, as did Fox Entertainment reporter, blah, 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 blah. Paychex announced, Paychex reported that when Jill left the Upper East Side home, she shared with her late husband from for the swanky rental, which features a stunning wrap around terrace, and she said, quote, I'm downsizing and completely changing my surrounding. Her recently renovated three-bedroom, four-bathroom, 2,000-square-foot apartment was listed for sale at nearly $3.3 in October, and she said, quote, I am sad and cried this weekend, but as Bobby told me, 
many times life is like a book and when one chapter ends another one new one begins as painful as it's been to lose someone i love so deeply and completely bobby told me before he left that it's okay if i fall in love again and he wants me to be happy more than anyone there will only be one bobby zarin i promise never to forget you and i know you are my guardian angel oh that's a tongue twister um yeah good for jill i really like jill and i really like that show um Oh my gosh, there's another story that just came out, and I really, really, really want to read it. You know what? I'm going to do my... I said there was only two and a half, two and a half 90 stories. You know, I don't even know if this is a 90 stories. I think this is an early 2000s story. I'm just reading TMZ now. Megan Trainer and Daryl Sabera, Don't Stop at Home Alone, Gotta Reboot Spy Kids. Oh my god. I'm going to read this to you. I'm going to read this to you! It's from TMZ. Okay. If you guys don't know what Spy Kids is, Carla Giugio, Antonio Banderas, Alexa Vega, and Daryl Sabera. One of the best movies ever... Oh, and Alan Cumming is a villain. Oh my god, so good. Okay. Megan Trainer and Daryl Sabera want in on the remake craze, telling us they're super down to reboot his breakout role with a twist. We got Megan and her husband Wednesday in New York City, and because everyone is freaking out about Disney reimagining Home Alone, or Guy Gouged, this couple's interest, bring back to life another movie about kick-ass kids. Megan's crossing her fingers. The franchise gets greenlit for a new installment, telling us she would absolutely love to join the cast alongside her husband, Beryl, who starred in the OG version way back when. In 2001, is super down to it, explains why Megan would have to get a role this time around. He also has some ideas about why it has what has to be different. Serious question, why can't we still call Daryl a spy kid 18 years later, right? Anyway, is someone where Megan and Daryl want to slice of the reboot pie? Studios are making killer... Kill, studios are making a killing on remakes this year, including The Lion King and Aladdin. You know what? I think Lion King and Aladdin are great, but nothing will beat Spy Kids. That literally is one of my favorite movies ever. I used to watch it incessantly as a kid. And you know what? I just thought of they should remake Harriet the Spy... Michelle Trachtenberg, a.k.a. Georgina Sparks, um, and Rosie O'Donnell, a.k.a. Rosie O'Donnell. How great would that be? I mean, Harriet could be spying still. She should go spy on the president and see what's going on there. Um, so this is seven stories instead of six. But you know what? I'm so excited for everything that's going on in the news. Not the news. Well, entertainment news. Um, in the media right now, and all these reboots are great, and I think it's just, it's where the, it's where the industry is going. And of course, things are going to change, and everything's, it's ever-evolving. Um, so maybe one day reboots are going to stop and everything's going to go back to new content because I was at Barnes and Nobles the other day in LA at the Grove. I love going there. I love going upstairs to the third floor and getting a sugar cookie to go and walking around and browsing the title of books and, you know, just relaxing and sort of meditating in there because it's very quiet in there and I like that. And I don't have cell phone service. So it's great. I can sort of disconnect for a minute or two. Um, and I was just thinking there's so many books that should be made into films. So there is so much content out there and TV shows. I just think that, you know, Everyone is so nostalgic for a better time and an earlier time because of how dark the time now is. So I think it's great that all these people are happening. And I think um, I'm just, you know, most excited for what is to come because I love reporting on all that is pop culture because who am I? I am the Mr. S of pop culture. So I hope everyone has a really good thirsty Thursday. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Call an Uber or a Lyft and or a Lyft or take a cab or walk. Um, just enjoy yourself, and this was a really fun episode, and I will touch back to you. This is episode two of season two, so it's really exciting, and I was just bursting out of my seams to come back and sing out the news. I'm not gonna sing for you because I don't want your ears to bleed, but maybe one day I will, because maybe one day I want to go up with a single and jam. Well, that's all, folks. Have a lovely day, and I will chat with you later. Bye.